0: Are you bursting with ideas and wondering how the heck you are going to find time to make it happen? I have the answer for you in the brand new Crush the Rush Club. The Crush the Rush Club is a curated productivity-focused monthly membership that teaches you to dial in your focus in business and life and then hold you accountable to take action. And the best part is, is you can try it for five days for $5 just for being a listener of the Crush the Rush podcast. Imagine your time management fairy godmother coming in to wave her magic wand, that would be me, and show you a better way and actually see results. So this is not your I'm going to join a membership and then do nothing because we combine productivity, best practices, business strategy, and communities to support you to help you get to the next level without burnout. If you are a side hustler, a busy mom, or a woman who wants more, this is for you. If you struggle with consistency, wish you had more time, or just a hot second for yourself, have a side business but have trouble wondering what the heck to focus on, or maybe just a busy mom who knows you need to make a change because there has to be a better way, If you wish you had more time to do what you love or are just feeling plain stuck and not seeing progress on your goals, the club is the answer. You can join the Crush the West Club to take back control of your time for $5. And when you enroll in the club, there are three labs waiting for you. A productivity lab, a strategy lab, a monthly planning lab, which is access to me live And a members only portal with live Q and A access where we'll get back to you Monday through Friday in less than 48 hours. Plus you get early access to the upcoming planner release, which makes productivity and planning a breeze, as well as discounts on courses, coach offerings, and all of my favorite things. So jump in the club today and try it for five days for $5 and don't miss this limited time offer. You are listening to episode 102 of the Crush the Rush podcast. And in today's episode, in this week's pep talk, I wanted to just share a little behind the scenes of some of the things that I struggle with as a busy working mom or just someone that's plain busy trying to run a business. And honestly, I've been wanting to do this episode for a while because I think on the surface, it'd be truthful, like, of the time I have my stuff together, but like there's that 80-20 rule where there's always that 20% and that 20% being the mistakes I've made and the few things that I struggle with every day. Plus, you know, I think, you know, part of my brand is being organized and having all the things in place. And for the most part, as a person and as a mom, I do, but there are always things that everyone struggles with. Uh, and so I just thought I would sort of open the covers, per se, and get a little um, deeper into things that I've been going through. Um, But also, I think we get so wrapped up in podcasts and social media and Pinterest and whatever the platform and forget that there are people behind the episodes and posts and stories that are actual people, as in real people with everyday challenges. So this is just more of like an everyday motivational, I struggle with this too. Maybe this will help you if you are struggling with some of these as well. So I'll start with a personal struggle. (laughs) It is personal because I, and I've said this a couple times in the last couple of weeks, but this year, as in, you know, the end of 2020 or beginning of 2020 more like summer and fall of 2020 and into 2021 was supposed to be our freedom year. And I call this this because my husband left his teaching job to stay home with my girls full time. So they were never in day's care or preschool full time. And so this was the year, like this was the year when it was going to be all day school as in like 830 to three. And this was going to be our freedom year. But we all know how that went. Um, And ever since... Gosh, like the end of, you know, kindergarten. So they're in first grade now. We're almost through first grade, but they basically finished kindergarten and then have done seventy-five percent of first grade in some sort of like at-home or hybrid, which means one to two days a week. Most of twenty and all of twenty twenty-one so far, um, they've been at home in some sort of like homeschool mode. Which means my girls have never and they're seven. they're also twins if you're new here, have never gone to school full-time in their life. As in seven years, people. (laughs) Seven years. I say this because, you know, we are going back about, you know, when this episode is actually going to air. And when it airs, it will be their first week back at school. Full-time, as in every day. And (laughs) It's so weird, and I think like probably most moms struggle with this. But I'm like, yes, I'm so excited. This is going to be amazing. Like we're everyone's so much happier when we're on a schedule in our house. But then I'm like so nervous for them. And honestly, this has nothing to do with like podcasting or planning or business. But I legit stay up at night thinking about it. Um, And then it's like this weird scenario of there's this like random first day of school thing happening in April, right? Like it just feels awkward and weird. And I just hate change. Maybe that's my point. Like, personally, I don't like change. That's probably why I plan so much. And so I think all of 2020 was a really a challenge. And if I look really sleepy in the next couple weeks, it's because I'm stressed out about how everyone is adjusting. But to sort of wrap it up, I think my personal struggle is one, I'm just nervous. That we're starting to get back into like a normal schedule because I don't really know what normal means anymore. But then I'm also nervous of how everyone's going to adjust. But then I'm like also a little bit excited because I feel like everyone's getting some personal space back. Um, and we all just need that like personal space to ourselves so that was like really behind the scenes but that's what I stay up night and think about so maybe you could relate to that as well I think also from a business perspective it's so funny because the days that the girls are at school I'm like oh I'm gonna get all this stuff done I'm gonna have all this time to myself and then they leave and the house is quiet and I'm like I I don't want to do anything. Like I literally just sit there for like 10 minutes and I'm like, Holly, you have to focus. You have to do your cake, your three things, like do your first thing. Um, So it's it's hard when you've had, you know, like noise and stress for so long and then it starts to settle. It's hard to readjust. Okay. So the next struggle is more of a business struggle. And I've shared a decent amount in how now 12 months, um, Over the last year, I've completely pivoted my network marketing business to a full-blown strategy coach. And last March, you know, the podcast came out and nothing else existed. Like I didn't have a course. I didn't have a mastermind. I didn't have a website. I mean, I had nothing. Um, And that's the fun part. The scary part is how the heck do you follow that up? So it's almost like I had a really exciting, great year, But can you really have ridiculously huge growth two years in a row? And so that's what I challenge myself with every day. Like I think about it every day. So one, I'm up worrying about school and then two, I'm like, how do I keep going? Like, how do I keep pushing? And it scares me, but in a good way because I know when I find the right focus and I am consistent, I know it can happen. I've seen it happen. And I think if anything, it's proven, um, to myself that it can happen. Um, but it doesn't mean that it makes me nervous. So I also think that this is why I go back so often and think about why my community and this community is so important. Because this community, the community I've built with my coaches, my team, my business friends, like when I start to doubt myself and I start to think, oh my God, what am I going to do next? They save me every time. So while I'm nervously excited to continue on, I see the growth and the excitement now in my own mastermind and my own clients, and it's 100% worth it. P.S., we are opening the doors to the next mastermind this summer, as in June, so you can get on the wait list. I will put the link in the profile, and I will teach you everything I do and introduce you to my amazing business friends that hold me up and have supported me through all of this, so you don't want to miss it. All right. So that was two struggles, which is way harder to talk about than I thought. But the last thing that I wanted to share kind of as we're doing some reflection is some mistakes that I've made along the way. Because I am a systems and a process person. And sometimes things like that don't work out. So as an example, I thought I needed all the cool tools at the end of the year last year. And that was honestly an an epic fail for me. So I outsourced a vendor to do, like, a done-for-you setup using, like, Dubsado and ClickUp and all the things that, like, all the productivity people talk about, Um, and it has sat in my inbox since December. Like, I have not used it once, Uh, and I think my first lesson learned is I probably shouldn't have done it at the end of the year because that's a stressful time anyways, um, let alone to change all of your systems, but I also wasn't ready for it, so I have a good system. I'm very organized. And, you know, when I have thousands of clients, like, is it going to work? Probably not. But it works for now. And I know, eventually, it will need to be streamlined. But this was just a big timing miss on my part. And I think the whole, like matter of the story is, is it works. Like for now it works and that's okay. And it's okay because it doesn't have to look like what everyone else is doing. So I'm manually sending a contract and it's not something that bothers me. It takes me 30 seconds. I have a process. I keep track of it and it's okay. Um, There are other things that I've streamlined since then, but I guess my point is, is just because everyone is doing it doesn't mean that you need to do it too. And I actually have a second example around that, and that was around Black Friday. So this year, Black Friday, I had launched my first course. Um, well, it, w- it was launching the second time, but it was in October. I launched my first course, and then I sort of saw people teasing about Black Friday, and I was like, "Oh, I should do something for Black Friday." And so I completely created a brand new course, did a whole launch plan. Um, which was fine, but I was completely stressed out like the entire month of November. I remembered like sitting in my office on like the day before Thanksgiving, just like sweating bullets because I was like, Holly, this was so stupid. Like you spent all your time on this and it doesn't really matter. Like I remember my stepdaughter was home from college and I was just so worried about the stupid launch plan and it just, it wasn't the right time. Um, and I will never, ever again do anything on, on Black Friday because in my head, I thought it was a great idea, but I honestly was competing with like every other business in the world, which just, you know, given where I was at, just doesn't make sense. So, you know, maybe I'll send an email to my current customers and give all of you like a Black Friday surprise, but I will never do a launch over Black Friday again. Sort of piggybacking on that, I will say one positive mistake I made, which I learned from, you learned from everything, right, was I charged way too little for my one-on-ones when I got started. Like my days were packed with one-on-one calls, but I wasn't actually making any money, which honestly was okay because I learned so much from it, but I learned very quickly what my time was worth and how to streamline the process so that I could deliver more value to my clients. But do it in a way that makes sense for me and my schedule, which is honestly where the business intensive came from. So I learned from my mistakes and I listened to your feedback. And so the business intensive now is support over a month where you get two calls at the beginning and one at the end with accountability mixed in. And so instead of this larger, like three or six month container, it's exactly what you guys have been asking for. And it really helps you dial in that focus. So lesson learned, and I created a new offering that is based on what all of you are asking for and what all of you need. So I'll leave you with one last like inside peek into what I struggle with, and that is what to invest in next. So, and I think it all goes back to my very first question that I think about every day, and that is how do I follow up this year with Last year, like, is it possible? And so when I think about my f- my first investment this year, I actually invested in a life coach because she's a nutritionist, which once you hit your 40s, all kinds of things happen. Um, but that was my first investment. So far this year, uh, and it's been amazing. We are like digging into things that I never thought that I needed to dig into, and it's been very eye-opening. And the cool part is, is the things that I'm learning, I'm already putting back into my clients and my content. Um, and it's been very eye-opening. The second thing that I invested in this year was Pinterest and focusing in on the podcast. So. The podcast is my number one lead generator. I love this. I've talked about that the last couple of weeks. And so I want to learn how to grow it more. Um, And so I'm actually really focusing in on the data of trying to figure out where, you know, different. Leads and sources are coming from and focusing my time in on Pinterest and growing the podcast. So that's been investment number two. Um and then investment number three was a mastermind for me. So I just, you know, I can't like lead a mastermind and not be in one myself. Um, and that's honestly what helped me so much last year. So this is a big scary investment that like honestly kept me up at night a few nights in a row. But it worked the first year, so we are up-leveling again and doing it again. And so those are some of the things that I think about, have invested in, and just, you know, some of the challenges that I think you might not see when you see my, like, curated Instagram slides, which I love Canva. I'm not going to apologize for that. Like, I really just love doing that. It's really fun for me. Um But it's not perfect over here, right? Like we all have our challenges and our struggles. And I would honestly love if you would let me know if you like episodes like this because I'm trying to show you guys a little more behind the scenes, behind the covers. I have some clients that are coming on. Um, I've done a couple of lessons learned episodes. So if you like these episodes, let me know and I will do them more often, (laughs) even if it just is a little different for me. But I think being authentic and just sharing know, hopefully you guys know me and know who I am, Um, makes the journey all the more better. So I hope this helps you see a little bit more behind the scenes. Jump in on Instagram and DM me if you like these episodes. And I'm always an open book. So I would love to hear sort of what lessons you've learned. And maybe, maybe some of my lessons learned will help you. So we'll see you next week.